0: Warning, the following podcast may contain spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. There, primers, Welcome to issue 58 of DC primetime. I am your host Rob and you can always find me at Caffeine Crew cast of pods also in the next level podcast network. Obviously the show is part of the podcast network as well. Uh, that's kind of redundant but hey whatever. Uh, sorry guys but no Ben this week. Uh, unfortunately Saturday night. I had a little bit of a plumbing emergency that I had to deal with all, most of the day on Sunday. Uh, it kind of threw our week a little bit out, out of balance. And unfortunately, with all the shows coming back starting tonight with Supergirl tomorrow with Flash and then again Wednesday with Arrow, uh, we thought it was best to make sure we got something to you as fast as possible. And this is the only way we could figure to do it was just for me to get the news out to you guys. Uh, no review of Powerless this week. Good reason why. Um so in our area where the show normally airs, the episode that actually cropped up was an episode we've actually seen. We're still ha- we have this lost episode of Powerless, which was that Emily versus uh, Van episode that we still have yet to see, uh, hasn't aired in our neck of the woods yet. So, um, so we have no review of that show for you. Maybe this coming week uh, when we record this, this Sunday, uh, we will have that to talk about. But since we didn't actually plan for anything on the outside of that. Uh, and we we're figuring it was just going to be a shorter episode. Uh, we figured we'd talk, uh powerless, talk a little bit of news, give you some recommendations, and then get out of here. But uh, unfortunately, again, with no powerless, uh, we just want to at least get the news to you. There wasn't a ton this week, but there are a couple of notable things to bring up. Some of them no longer so notable. uh, And that reasoning is, I'll tell you about in just a second. Uh, So let's just dive into the news headfirst. The big thing that came out this week was Sci Fi's uh, trailer for Krypton leaked online. Uh, We did post that up on our Facebook page at the time, which is facebook.com slash DC primetime. If you have tried to watch that since, it's no longer up online. Sci sci Fi, and I believe NBC, uh, I believe is the other proponent of that. Uh, NBC, CBS, one of those guys, major network. Ne- ne- nevertheless, so. Uh, but that trailer has now been pulled off of line. It's almost impossible to find. I'm sure you can find it places like Daily Motion and stuff like that. So if you do enough digging, I guarantee you can track it down. Uh, I- I'll be honest with you. From watching it, I-, I don't really know how I feel. We've been kind of on the fence. With the idea of them doing a story of Kal grandfather and the heyday of Krypton. Um, So I'm still not too sure if this premise is really going to match anyone's expectations or what to really think about the show. I think for most of us here, I know me and Ben specifically, we're really not too, too excited. It could be something really awesome. It's a wait and see. But yet this show hasn't even been, you know, ordered as far as the series yet. Uh, That pilot has not aired yet. We don't even know when that will air. So it's a wait and see. So Uh, Jumping over to the movie world real quick, Uh, let's talk a little bit of Justice League. Uh, There is a brand new international trailer uh, for the film. Now, bear in mind, there really isn't anything new here. It's just kind of slightly recut. Nothing special, no real new shots, Uh, just maybe a quick glimpse here or there, a little bit of shuffling around. They're still doing that come-together cover. Uh, It's still a fun trailer. I think the one that we got for the uh, stateside was a little bit better still. Um, The versions that are floating around online and that you'll find on our Facebook page uh, tonight, if not tomorrow morning, Uh, you can check it out, though, too. I I still got to say, I'm really excited for Jason Momoa's Aquaman. He seems like he's going to be a ton of fun. I do love the fact that they're really embracing... The DC memes that have existed, um, you know, that that great line that you still hear Barry ask, uh, you know, Bruce, is what's your superpower? And just that answer, I'm rich. Um, like I said, it's the joke that we've all been saying for so long. So it's great to see that DC is embracing this. Again, uh, it's one of those temper expectations. Nobody really knows how this is going to go. I think Wonder Woman is going to be the litmus test on how the DC Extended Universe films are going to be going forward. Um, you know, I'm still a fan of Suicide Squad. I know it's not everybody's favorite thing in the world, but still enjoyable. I still enjoyed Man of Steel. Batman and Superman, eh, nah. We, we can bypass that one for now, I think. So, but anyway, let's jump into some other movie discussion, uh, and not really connected to the current slate of the things, but Christian Bale did come out recently and said he has zero interest in returning to the superhero genre. Uh, not really surprised. I mean, we've really seen him kind of stretch his muscle a ton in his career, uh, and I think that Batman, uh, you know, role, which was one of my favorite things he's ever done, was great. But I don't, I'm not surprised that that's the case. But this came from a uh, Collider when they were uh, sitting down with him and they were talking about his upcoming film, The Promise. So I think his direct quote was this: "No, I'm not interested uh, interested in doing that." Uh, I've never seen. I'm, I'm trying to think if that's correct. I, I think I'm actually correct. I can't remember seeing a single superhero film that I've ever watched, apart from the ones I made and like. You know, the classic Christopher Reeve Superman film. I have no understanding of it, and I'm completely blind to it. So that's pretty telling. Um, but that's really kind of it as far as the movie world. Uh, like I said, normally we see a ton. I think Super, like Star Wars, not S- Super Wars. <laughs> Star Wars kind of just ate up the cultural limelight after celebration. Everybody was talking about it. I think DC made the right move as did Warner brothers by staying as far away from those announcements. Uh, but I'm surprised we didn't see a lot more too on the TV side of things as the shows kick back off today. So, um, with that, let's actually jump over into the television side of the world real quick. We're going to dive over into Supergirl. There was something big that did happen this week that we didn't see coming at all. Last week, we reported that Callista Flockhart's coming back to play Cat Grant. Tyler Hodgson's coming back to play Kal-El slash Superman slash Clark Kent. Uh, but now, Mark Gibbon has been cast, and he will be apparently appearing in the season finale and making a debut as General Zod. Uh, something I don't think anybody saw coming and I think one thing we did give the show a little bit of flack for in the first season is going with uh Kryptonians as the big bad where we got uh you know none in in the mix there so uh, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I feel like they could have done something a little bit different. But I think it'll be interesting to see Zod in this show. So it's a big wait and see. Obviously, Mark Gibbon has uh, appeared in Smallville before. So it's kind of cool. They're still casting from that classic uh, roster of people that have played in the Superman mythos. But um, you know, let us know what you think. Are you excited about General Zod coming to Supergirl? I, it's one of those things I would love to see them Continue to build up Kara's, you know, you know, Rogues Gallery versus pulling from Cals. But hey, um I think this is still going to be an exciting thing. I think this is something we can be really excited about. So it's just a matter of how it plays out. I think one of the biggest factors that Super Supergirl still has slightly going against it this season, while the season as a whole has been a ton of fun um it feels like not a lot of these plot threads are coming together and I have a feeling tonight could be the night that we do see that shift over but there's only a couple episodes left so we still have to see Queen Rhea come into play somewhere with Lena Luthor's plans which we know nothing about and where does Cadmus fit into the mix of all this that's a lot of moving parts for only like five episodes to go so it's a big wait and see um but Let's jump over into Arrow. One of the things we have to bring up really quickly is the fact that we got a nice little sizzle reel for the final five episodes. And a lot is happening in this little video. We have seen uh, a little flashback to what we saw Ollie go through at the hands of Prometheus when he was tortured a couple episodes back. Uh, in addition to that, we're also seeing what looks like maybe some revitalization is what's happening with... Uh, Ollie and maybe Felicity. I, that's a big kind of wait and see. Uh, I'm not really sure how I feel about this. We did see a little bit of Black Siren in there. Um, and we saw a little integration between her dealing with uh, Dinah. So how is that going to play out? It's it's one of these things to be really excited about. But the big, huge moment in this sizzle reel is, of course, that very end moment where we see Ollie carrying that mask into that prison cell. And we clearly see that mask of Deathstroke coming back. So, very excited to see how this whole thing is going to play out. Um, It's a, yeah, and not even two. Like, we have to step back yet again. Almost completely forgot that moment with Black Siren, though. We see Paul Blackthorne's Quentin Lance coming face-to-face with her as well. Um, So, yeah, like, a lot is going to happen in these five episodes. It feels like almost too much, but I think this could be something really, really amazing. So, yeah, like I said, this week, things could be uh, really kicking off in a big, bad way. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I think out of all the finales right now, this is the one I am absolutely most excited about. You know, we have the, uh, the Al Ghul sisters facing off to, man, so much. Five episodes. It's crazy to think. So, all right. Uh, actually, you know what? Come to think of it, there is something big we missed with uh, the whole movie realm. That's actually Joss Whedon, for the first time, talking outside and saying, Hey, by the way, I yeah, Batgirl, I, I'm, I'm involved in that project. Um, and apparently it didn't even come from this originally, but Kevin Feige from Marvel uh, actually came out and said a couple months back, Joss actually reached out to him and said, Hey, by the way, I'm thinking about taking this job. And it was just this classy move. Very, very classy move. And even Kevin said, we want to see what a Joss Whedon Batgirl, you know, Barbara Gordon story is going to look like on TV. Or not TV. Sorry, in the movies. My brain's all over the place, guys. I apologize. Um, This is why Ben's usually here, too. We, We balance each other's nerdiness out sometimes, so. Uh, but yeah, what what that film is going to look like, I'm really excited. You know, Josh has got such a great voice. The question is, uh, as he's gotten older, does he still kind of connect with uh, the things that a lot of us loved about him? Um, you know, so it's it's a big wait and see. But I think he is such a great choice for this film. Uh, he writes strong females incredibly, incredibly well. I'm really excited to see what he's going to do here. Um, but he talked a little bit this week, kind of saying that as far as casting, uh, his gut is telling him to go with a relatively unknown actress for the role. Uh, there has been a name that's been floating out in the ether a little bit. And uh, I can't remember her name for the life of me. Now. It's driving me nuts. It's, um, she plays Raven on the 100. Um, but, you know, if you do a little bit of digging, I'm sure you'll, you'll find who I'm talking about. I apologize. Uh, I thought I was a little bit more prepared than I apparently was. Not the case tonight, so. Um, but anyway, uh, we did see that he also said a little bit, we are going to get deeply into the story about why Barbara Gordon dons the cape and cowl. Uh, and this is his quote directly from this uh, this little discussion. It says, she, uh, she came up and I started getting obsessed with how a young woman could get hardcore enough – to need to put on the cow. Like, what's her damage? Uh, The Avengers director explained in a recent interview with the Hollywood reporter. She didn't have her parents killed in an alley. Who is this person who decides, rather than being forced by their childhood trauma, decides to pick up this life? How intense and driven that person is. I just couldn't stop thinking about this, which is what is driving him to doing this story. A lot of people are speculating very heavily, and we've been hearing for a while that this is going to connect really close to the new 52 Reintroduction of Barbara Gordon when she first is getting out of the wheelchair after her rehab, um, after she's shot by Joker and paralyzed for such a long time before she took on the role of uh, Oracle that we all saw her for a, such a long time. So her getting back to Batgirl was a controversial enough thing. Thankfully, it was written by one of the best writers Batgirl has ever had, which is Gail Simone. And uh, they did an amazing job telling that story. So it was really cool to see uh barbara back under the cow. Uh, now it's going to be very interesting to see how that translates are they going to play with that ptsd i have an avenue of everything with this so it's a big wait and see um now jumping over really quick because i have to bring this up of course everybody that's on the uh, on the page and knows that we love to talk about this topic that's injustice too um we got the fifth part of the shattered alliance uh trailer sequence that they've been doing for the last couple weeks Um, last week we told you a little bit that they, uh, showed off more of Poison Ivy and the Flash, uh, as far as one-on-one, we could see their combat styles involved a little bit more, but this week we did see part five of the, uh, the trailer come into play where we see Brainiac's invasion of Earth, so this looks like it could be very cool, we're seeing a lot of classic Brainiac imagery, it looks great, the voice work for this sounds fantastic, I'm very excited to see where they're gonna go with this entire story, but I love the fact that they're pulling Cal out of his uh, his jail for what happened in the events of Injustice 1. So, But if you jump over to our Facebook page, you can check out somebody who was awesome enough to cut together parts 1 through 5 of Shattered Alliances. So make sure you watch that. It's about 10 minutes long. It is fantastic. And if that doesn't get you hyped for this game, I don't know what will. So, uh, One of the things i got to bring up too is a reminder. I'm almost forgetting all these things today. Uh, but man... We are about to hit this onslaught of movies in the next few weeks. It's kind of crazy to think that uh, come May, man, it, we, we just get hammered week after week after week. We start off big with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, which I'm really pumped about. King Arthur, which is another one. I know it's not on a lot of people's radar, but it's definitely on mine. Uh, Alien Covenant, um, for those of you that are big fans of the good old baddie, uh, the Xenomorph there. Um and like I said, it's kind of the follow-up to Prometheus, kind of a precursor to Alien, who kind of knows. I have no idea if it's going to be good or not. I'm excited about it still. But then, man, we have Pirates 5 followed up the week later with Wonder Woman. So we are only like a month and a week away from Wonder Woman. How crazy is that? It's always weird when you hit that summer, summer month boom, everything kind of comes rushing at you. And you kind of forget, you know, who you are for a while and you're trying to plan out your week ahead of time. And when you realize you're going to the movies every week for like a month straight, uh, you you start kind of panicking because you realize you haven't ordered tickets for anything. So, (laughs) Um, but anyway, uh, I will leave you guys with two recommendations. Uh, One came out last week, which came out on a Wednesday, which was Batman number 21. Uh, This is part one of four of the button crossover. Uh, This is just alternating between Batman and the Flash. And this is the first time we're seeing this really tight connection to the big story we saw in Rebirth when uh, Batman sees in the Batcave the comedian's classic button from the cover of The Watchman, Alan Moore's classic story. Um and now we get to see the kind of real first diggings into all of this. Um as Barry and, you know, Bruce are now going to look into this whole process together. How did that make it into the Batcave? Who are these people? And we see the return of Yet again, another classic character, especially from the Flash side of things. And spoiler alert, at the end of episode 21, the fate of that character. But I have a feeling you can never put a good speedster down ever. So I'm, uh well, like I said, I can't even say good in this matter, so... Definitely give that a read. It is fantastic. Part two of that comes out in Flash number 21 this week. And then the following week, Batman number 22, followed by that a week later as well with Flash 22. As this wraps up, we get our first taste at the Watchmen inside the modern day DC universe. And as that five year time frame and the new 52 slowly unravels to the brand new version of the DC universe we know now. So. Uh, very exciting uh looking forward to checking that out but anyway guys I'm gonna get out of here we will talk to you guys next week uh, normal episode coming where we will be reviewing supergirl you know flash arrow maybe powerless I don't know I'm not quite sure exactly how that's gonna pan out yet. Um, we don't know if we're going to have our missing episode. If that's going to finally air in our time area, we have no idea yet. It's a big wait and see. Um, but we may just have that lost episode for a while. And then, uh, when we wrap up, we'll find a way to get back into it and, uh, find that last one we missed. So special thanks to George Shaw at George Shaw music, where you can check out his tunes. You hear his track in the beginning and the end of this and each and every week on our show. He's got some really great music. So head out to his site, check out his SoundCloud and support him because he does a great job. Everybody remember to, uh, check out for a Brian C roll Odyssey art. Uh, like I said, that whole thing is still going on right now. So make sure you check that out. Lots of cool things to be, uh, be seen there. Uh, the guy's art, this is gorgeous. Gotta bring it up. And, uh, as always head over to next level radio online. You can check out this show, my other show, the Caffeine crew cast of pods, Ben's other show showcast spotlight, and a ton of other great podcasts. And, uh, as far as that whole discussion I mentioned with Whedon, we'll be talking about that in about two weeks over at the Captain Crew Cast of Pods, where we uh, dig deep into the wonderful world of Joss Whedon. So, uh, if you haven't got a chance to check out the last episode we just did while you're trying to fill your void, because you're only getting about 10, 15 minutes of me here. So, uh, check out another podcast or something else like The Melting Pat and all the other great shows over at Next Level. And uh, we'll talk to you in about a week, guys. Later.